welcome back to an episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And we are here for part two of our, I was going to say back to school, but New Year's uh, special uh, featuring Dr. Mike Pelkey, also my brother-in-law. Hi, Mike. Hi, how you doing? Good. Good. And how are you? Doing good. And now this episode, we're going to talk about different weight loss trends because we all know this is a time of year that people want to hit the ground running but not too fast everyone um and really take you know take off ways that new year's resolution time uh mike what do you see in your office and in your experience when it comes to that and i know you'll want to put on the disclaimer you put on last time yeah. as well so yeah the, the, again nothing that we discuss here should be construed as specific advice to any one individual but and if people do want to start an exercise plan and have not been active um if you're middle-aged which <laughs> we'll call 40 and above uh, and you haven't been active it's always good to talk to your primary care provider to uh, uh, ensure that you can do so safely without injury perfect so, you know, there are many different uh, diet and exercise plans out there, and we've had entire episodes about the ones that I've tried and that Isaiah's tried and that friends of ours have tried, including, you know, the Atkins, the, the uh, keto. keto. Actually, I've never tried keto. Uh, the, and the, the, what is it? The, clen the chili cleanse diet. Cleanses, you know, the uh, <laughs> yeah. juice fasts, all, all, and these things that everybody wants a silver bullet solution. So, what is it? There, there, is, there isn't one. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, you still gotta, you gotta remember again, like we said last week, if you are losing weight, your body's gonna try to fight that. So, Whatever diet you pick um, is something that's got to stick with. If there was a silver bullet, we'd all be doing it. And, and that's the thing. If there was any one easy way uh, to lose weight, one foolproof diet, one foolproof exercise plan, uh, then we wouldn't have such a controversy. We wouldn't have so many of them out there. We wouldn't have everybody's got their own little silver bullet. Uh, the general advice that we tend to say is, when you are going to lose weight, you do need to restrict calorie. Uh, and so a lot of the diets are effective. Some are more effective at the start. Some are more effective down the road. But at the end of a year, uh, the trials basically show they're all roughly the same. They all stabilize at some point with weight loss. And the trials all have dropout rates of almost 50% of the people in it. So the most important thing that I say is pick a diet that you can maintain. So one of the problems that people have a tendency to try is they're like, okay, I'm going to do this diet for two months. What are you going to do after? <laughs> you know, you're going to be back to here. So someone, I remember someone saying, so I, I went to a place and we had water and celery all day for, for five weeks. I said, Dan, you're going to do that for the rest of your life. Well, well no. So, so it's not a helpful diet in any way, shape or form. So the changes that you make when you choose one, it's got to be something that you can say, I can do this forever. I don't think people always have that mindset. They say, oh, I'm going to try this uh, for a while and see how it works, but I can't stand it because I'm not allowed this or it's got too much of this food I don't like, but I can do it for a few months. Well, then, then, then that's doomed to fail six months from now. Um, so... There are diets that have been studied that are good for heart health or whatever. Uh, but when you're looking for weight loss, you've got to find one. Uh, you can create your own. Create the cake diet. 
what whatever <laughs> you, you you know and uh but as the biggest thing would be healthy balanced with caloric restriction and that's where you know a professional dietitian can help a lot right. kind of looking at what you eat and what uh you you tend to really like and another thing is um which had a little bit before the um, genetics plays a role. And so some people may try diet A, lose 130 pounds, say, why the heck isn't everybody doing this? This is easy. And somebody else say, it doesn't work at all for me. Well, how you respond to a diet actually is somewhat genetically determined. So yeah, you're going to have 3% of people, a specific caloric, I use that number just kind of off the cuff, a specific calorically restricted diet will do nothing for, and 3%, it's the cure, it's the magic bullet, and the 90-some-odd percent in the middle. <laughs> um, it's effective, but it's not still the, the magic bullet, so to speak. And so there are, you know, there are a couple of, like you say, every diet will work if it's calorie restrictions in versus out, right? Calories in versus calories out. Does that a... Once to a degree, but remember, as you start to, this is where it gets a little complicated, uh, but as you start to lose weight, you have a whole host of hormones from the gut and the brain that start to kick in, that start to tweak with your mind, you don't even know it. So you start to move a little less or there's a little more on your plate. So you say, I'm sticking with my diet, but uh, so, you, you know, there will be a plateauing effect. <laughs> and so pretty much yeah. in, again, there's people out there listening and saying, well, I did Atkins and I lost 170 pounds, never gained it back. Great. You're one of the lucky uh, few. So, uh, but yeah, it's, you, you know, if you find that you've done something and you've dropped down in weight and now you're plateauing, you know, you have to, there's, that's probably diet's not going to just keep giving you more and more and more weight loss a year later. When you, as a medical professional, when you see people saying they're trying more of the fad diets that really either completely eliminate certain food groups or uh, that sort of thing, like you, keto is a great example, yeah. especially when the way people, some people treat <laughs> keto and then it's all bacon and cheese. Yeah. Um, is that <laughs> concerning for you or does it, does it matter? Like, well, yeah. So, I mean, if you start to get to a point where you're restricting a nutrient that you need, um, you know, then you need supplement or you're going to create a new health problem. We won't get too much into keto today because that is a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, there are, that's being studied. Is it effective for weight loss? Yes. Does it have changes into your uh, biochemistry, so to speak, like cholesterol profile. Again, it depends on what you do. So yeah, if you're, if you're saying, oh, I'm not eating the bun on my burger and I'm just eating burger and bacon and uh, no carbs, then you are going to have <laughs> changes in your cholesterol parameters that may counteract kind of what you're doing. So it, yeah, I mean, if somebody comes in and say they're doing a program, Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers, whatever, or they're coming in and they're doing, you know, a, a well-known diet, um, and they're they're trying to follow it, I don't generally say, ah, oh, yeah, you're you're, you know, let's change that. No, yeah, you, you've you if someone comes in and says, you know, I only eat carrots on Monday and I won't have anything until Wednesday that's got any sugar, then I say, yeah, this is not something you're stick with we should probably reevaluate that um and certainly if something is a diet that's going to cause physical harm i'm sure i can come up with an example but again missing some uh, a major form of nutrition that you're going to need to supplement <laughs> a vitamin or mineral then no though that's not a good thing either. 
you know and then the other one that has uh, been very popular as of late is like the intermittent fasting yeah so a lot of the stuff right now is trying to base on when is your body going to burn fat versus burn sugar so how do you when is the best time to exercise when is the best time to eat what is the best thing to eat and again, the, the, I honestly think that the body eventually is going to be too smart to fool <laughs> in those ways. So intermittent fasting is trying to restrict your caloric intake by just limiting um, the time that you eat. And you try to, you know, try to time it so that your body, um, uh, when you're eating, or mainly outside of it, uh, your body is trying to burn kind of fat instead of sugar so but uh you know everything can be can be fooled up and there's certainly nothing wrong with intermittent fasting i i don't have an issue with it um as long as it's done safely and it, it's always good to run these things by somebody like a dietitian that really understands right you don't want to severely calorically restrict yourself because and fail right this you know you you can't you can't uh drive yourself and if anybody out there and if any of you guys either have lost up to 15 20 percent of your body weight fairly quickly you can recall the, the hunger that goes along with that it start <laughs> it stops feeling good about weight loss and it feels like okay I, you know so you got to do something that's not doomed to fail yeah um you've talked a little bit about uh, plateauing um do you in your world do you typically see a lot of people like fall out once they plateau uh, oh yeah yeah uh, that's that's um you know that that's the whole reason why weight loss is not an easy thing right uh the plateau is actually not a failure once you once you get there it's you know success if you've lost 50 pounds and again it goes back to what we talked about kind of reasonable exp expectations if you've lost 50 pounds and now you plateau that's some people say, oh, I haven't lost any more. This isn't working. So no, it's worked well. You've lost 50 <laughs> pounds. Your joints are very happy about that. Your <laughs> your metabolism is happy about that. Um, and there's there's some reasons with that. And I'll get into that in here in a minute. But I mean, I know some of the my dietitian colleagues actually have like 10 pounds of kind of stuff that's about the same density of fat in their office. So when you pick it up, you say, that's 10 pounds. You lost five of that. Think, Holy crap. That's a, it's, a, it's amazing how much that actually is when it's distributed out throughout your body. But what you got to remember is going back to high school physics, right? Um, uh, the, the, the more mass that you move uses more calorie over the same distance than less mass. So as you lose weight, you start to have less impact from some of the stuff you're doing. Um, you know, let's say going for a, a walk you're you're moving less weight for that whole length of walk so what people have a tendency not to do is is say, okay i'm doing my 150 minutes a week and now i'm plateaued well if you want to lose more you're going to have to change the diet if you don't want to come back you got to go to 200 minutes a week and i think newer guidelines are going to come out that that 150 minutes is going to be left in our rear view mirror uh so you do actually act to have to change as your weight changes too and yes people get to that plateau um, and get frustrated. And I, I don't know the exact number, but I believe what comes to my mind is 97% of people will then have a, a, a rebound at that point. So yeah, it's the norm. It's common. <laughs> uh, and it's very hard to, it is very hard to, as someone who's lost weight and then put it back on knowing this, it is still hard to take that and, and kind of, uh, you know, run yeah. with it and say, good, that's been successful. 
Yeah, I'm well, hundred percent. Staying the same, and I'm still obese. That's right. Uh, this is a success, though. Mike said. <laughs> yeah, and again, when you try to, you know, you've almost got to let your body reprogram to say, okay, this ten percent of body weight that I lost didn't kill me. Right. Um, but the problem is, is that you will redefend. Um, the weight that you've been at before is what your body wants to go back to. So you got, when you gain weight, it's not just the fat cells get bigger, you get more of them. And when you lose weight, you lose the fat in them, but you don't kill them off. <laughs> they stick around there. So you always are trying to redefend that highest weight that you went to. And it takes a while for your body to recognize that, Hey, you know, that, that 10% of body weight I lost is, is not, uh, it, it's actually good for me, not bad for me. <laughs> right. There's a, a, cause we all know we love the internet and it should tells us everything we need to know about weight loss. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> more than you need to know. About weight loss. There's yeah. a, uh, yeah. it's called set point theory where you have to change the set point of yeah. what your weight is. Is that a real thing? Uh, again, I haven't read what the internet has to say about it, but basically, yeah, I mean, your body has a set point that is trying to defend. And that's actually probably if we want to talk about, uh, what is the best management of obesity is to, to never have it in the, right? Oh, shucks. Right. <laughs> no, so, so that's why like we, we try to target now the generations that are coming up, uh, because if the weight's never on there, then and you don't have to lose it. Losing and maintaining the weight is, is much harder. And, and I, so, uh, yeah, you will have a tendency to, to try to defend is what the, they use in the literature, defend the weight you were at. Your body says, hey, you know, we've got some storage here. We, we, we're ready for famine. You want to defend back to that. Um, now, a lot of medications that people look at is their way to to set a lower set point so that your body defends a lower one. Well, again, unfortunately, if it was as straightforward as a one thing, right? If it was only a set point change, uh, then again, it would be easy to figure out, and everybody would have less weight. So that's it's only part of a mix of what we discuss, and so. Um, yeah, that's that's weird because unfortunately, sometimes what the internet does is takes a little dollop of truth and tries to truth and tries to smear it across a whole page. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, now when we were on our break from recording these two episodes, because surprise, we record two at once, even though you're seeing them a week apart. We had a an interesting discussion that I think a lot of people uh, would be interested in, especially any regular viewers of this podcast, because as we know, we started this podcast about a year ago. And I had one set goal of losing 40 pounds before my 40th birthday, which I had done. And then I think I lost about 55 or so overall. And then as discussed on this podcast, I changed jobs in uh, at the end of September. Uh, so for me, that meant that my exercise routine disappeared in the beginning. My food habits didn't change. I will say over Christmas break, they definitely did. Um, <laughs> My mom bakes, bakes the, really well. My sister cooks really good food. It's really just unfair. The curse um, of the holidays. Um, <laughs> but uh, up until that point, like my food habits hadn't really changed, but I had stopped exercising in any real way. And I miss it for my mental health. I miss it for, uh, I liked the community that I had built at the afterburn gym. And I like, you know, it was a, it became a real part of the routine. And 
I've noticed weight has started to creep back on, which is discouraging because I feel like, oh man, I'm almost, and I don't know because I haven't weighed myself, but I feel like my knees feel and my back feels like I'm at nearly the same point that I was when I started this whole ordeal last year. Um, So you had said something out on the break. Why don't you tell our listeners what that was? So the repeatedly what we have found clinically is that exercise is not how you lose weight. Um, and in fact, I think uh, some lovely little studies have shown that if you increase your steps per day by 2000, then at the end of the year, you're looking at two to three pounds of weight loss with exercise. So weight loss is very clearly a caloric intake part. Yes, I mean, we can talk medication, talk surgery, but I'm talking about the lifestyle things. But the problem is, is that Weight regain is not diet-related. Weight regain is generally exercise-related. Um, and I don't mean exercise like going to the gym, which is obviously, I mean, the, the benefits of exercise go way beyond weight maintenance, heart health and mental health, joint health. I mean, can't, you can't, <laughs> you know, we're meant to be active. Um, but activity of any type. So a lot of times people will come in and they'll, t- they'll say, like, I, I gained this pan, I don't lose all this weight and I don't know what's changed. I haven't changed my diet at all. Um, and, uh, you know, they're worried that it's, there's some other condition going on. But we can always tend to find back and find the injury that kept them from the gym or, you know, uh, they live in a different place. And now they don't have the walking path as easy that they had before or they went from a more frontline active job to a more like a desk related job. And so even that degree of activity change, um, that's where uh, most of the time you'll find weight will regain. And I think if a lot of people are sitting here thinking, okay, yeah, I remember gaining weight, look back and you you might find in a lot of cases, um, activity or exercise or both, uh, a change for for whatever whatever happened. Um, So the thing is, you start back up to exercising, doesn't mean all that Weight goes back off. It's again a dietary thing that'll take the weight back off. It's almost uh, again physiologically. This is a probably a very simplified way of saying it, but kind of consider it as exercise is what tells your body that this weight loss is safe. Remember, we say weight loss ultimately will be a fatal event if it doesn't stop. So your body defends it, but exercise kind of gives a bit of a, a physiologic signal that. Oh, this is okay. This is safe. And, you know, we don't need to put all that back on. Uh, when you take the exercise away, the body seems to find a way to, to put the, the weight back. Now is our chance. <laughs> <laughs> so it is very much a combination. Um, and unfortunately, uh, this probably get a lot of people upset at me, but it's true. This is right out of clinical trials. Um, when we carry a little extra in the middle, and I'm guilty myself, we underestimate the amount we eat, and we overestimate the amount of activity that we do when they define it. Even when they almost watch people sit back and watch people go through their day-to-day things and get them to say, you know, how much did you eat or what did you eat? There's still, no matter how honest people want to be, it's not a, it's not a, 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 a malicious thing or I got to hide the, the, you know, the jujubes, but, but it's just, you know, we, we tend to under and overestimate. So exercise, for example, isn't just measured in minutes. Because if you go for an hour walk and you walk a kilometer, that's that's really, you know, not a huge amount of exercise. But if you've not walked before and you do a kilometer and you get home, then you should feel great about yourself too. So the thing is, is that it's hard to to measure 
kind of, you know, that, that impact. Um, and eventually, you know, then two kilometers gets easier and three kilometers gets easier. Or that one kilometer takes you 15 minutes eventually instead of an hour. And, and so you work your way up to it. Uh, but you'll find oftentimes it'll be a change back from that or the weight will come back. on. Yeah. So, so that makes sense. They like, as you're losing weight, you have to also like look at increasing the amount of exercise that you're doing, not necessarily changing your diet that you're doing, but the, the exercise point, um, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, we would say 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity exercise and moderate intensity exercise is 70% of your eye of your target heart rate, which is 220 minus your age. If you're any mathematical person out there to <laughs> me, the way I tend to say it is so exercise is when you're doing it and you're breathing a little bit like this, and it's a bit hard to have a conversation that that to me is, is a reasonable, moderate activity level. Now for somebody that's been active all their life, that may be a job for somebody who's just starting exercise. That could be a walk. But that's the important thing is, is you want to push yourself a little bit. If you say, I'm going to go swimming and you do five laps in two hours and you never break a sweat, then, then, okay, that's a great start, but you got, do want to push from that a little. And so eventually as your weight comes down, the recommendations go to 200 and 300 minutes a week um, as, because the, with the, the weight loss, just the efficacy of it. That, that makes sense. And that, that's kind of where pla that plateau kind of comes from, right? Yeah. When you're pushing, you know, three or 400 pounds around, that's a lot of effort just to exist in life. But when you're pushing 150 or, you know, it's a lot easier. Like, yeah, you'll burn half as many calories right. when you walk a kilometer 150 than versus 300 pounds. Right. You'll double your calories. But, but again, I mean, it's probably not as simple as but it, no. <laughs> but it basically for, is yeah. for, for this lovely internet show. Yeah. That, that's as simple as we'll get. Yeah. yeah. Right. and I, that's about us. That's about our level. <laughs> um, did you have any other questions you wanted to ask Caitlin before we wrap it up? Uh, I don't think so. I, I still want to know the answer to the silver bullet solution. Yeah, no, I'd like to, okay, if we could, if we could get on that uh, real quick, we want to get rich here. <laughs> I would say yeah, if, if there was a single silver bullet, medication, diet, or exercise plan that guaranteed weight loss to a, uh, a a normal BMI for whatever, whatever it's worth without any hardship and no weight regain. And that person is a multi-trillionaire. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, a, and I, and unfortunately, um, God or Mother Nature, whichever way you look at it, it has not designed us to be that simple. <laughs> we, are, we are more complicated. Uh, uh, I guess we have to be complicated then. I don't like, like it. Like Avril Levine said. Uh, do you have any final words you'd like to say to the people before we sign off? For Well, I would just say if you're online and somebody is selling a magic bullet, take that with a big grain of salt. <laughs> you give it a try, but do you, uh, I have yet to see... Um, I have yet to see a one size fits all, uh, weight reduction plan. Uh, it's a lot of work, but the big thing I say to people when they come in is that if it was easy, you wouldn't be here. Um, and therefore it's not going to be an easy thing. Let's set realistic expectations of what you can live with, uh, and work your way up. So the lifestyle is important and congratulations when you start exercising, but keep pushing yourself, keep pushing yourself. Um, and, and work with uh, your family doctor, with your dietitian. Uh, but uh, ultimately, um, it's, 
there's there's no simple fix and the frustration is something just to be kind of aware of um i have yet to see very many people not be frustrated <laughs> with uh, uh with their attempts to lose weight myself included that's a i think that's a great message for uh us going into the new year with all of our resolutions that you know you're, you're going to be frustrated and it's okay to be frustrated but don't give up you can be successful, right? Like I think I look back at what I've been saying the last half hour and I think of some people say, I can't, can't work. I'm done. <laughs> no, don't do that. The health benefits are certainly there and continue to work with this is like quitting smoking. You know, if you falter, that doesn't mean you should just, you know, you, you keep trying. So it's the same type of thing. Keep, uh, um, keep at it. The health benefits are there and acknowledge the wins and yeah, you yeah. know, 10 pounds is 10 pounds gone. Even if it feels like you should be losing 60, it 10 pounds is better than no pounds. Right. Yep. That fair. That is fair. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think this is a great episodes. Uh, thank you very much for coming and talking to us. And Caitlin, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at fat Caitlin on TikTok. Uh, that I haven't updated in six months. Uh, they can find me at the Caitlin Dean on X. They can find me on Facebook, Caitlin Dean, Instagram at KD or Kated. Uh, and then we can find our podcast at Kate and Isaiah Living Large. And what about you, Isaiah? And I am at Maritime Brews on all of the social medias. Um, and yeah, thanks for coming again. We definitely appreciate it. So appreciate it. And happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. Thank you guys for listening and we'll start this year off strong. Yep. Without that. Bye. Bye.